0: Act Two of The Dream Play by August Strindberg, Translated by Edwin Bjorkman, eighteen sixty six to nineteen fifty one. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Two An extremely plain room inside the lawyer's office to the right a big double bed covered by a canopy and curtained in next to it a window to the left an iron heater with cooking utensils on top of it christine is pasting paper strips along the cracks of the double windows in the background an open door to the office through the doors are visible a number of poor clients waiting for admission
1: i paste i paste
0: the daughter pale and emaciated sits by the
2: stove you shut out all the air i choke now there is only one little crack left air air i cannot breathe i paste, i paste.
3: that's right christine heat is expensive
2: oh it feels as if my lips were being glued together
0: the lawyer standing in the doorway with a paper in his hand
3: Is the child asleep
2: yes at last
3: All this crying scares away my clients.
2: What can be done about it? Nothing. We shall have to get a larger place.
3: We have no money for it.
2: May I open the window? This bad air is suffocating.
3: Then the heat escapes, and we shall be cold.
2: It is horrible. May we clean up out there?
3: You have not the strength to do any cleaning, nor have I. And Christine must paste. She must put strips through the whole house, on every crack, in the ceiling, and the floor, and the walls.
2: Poverty I was prepared for, but not for dirt.
3: Poverty is always dirty, relatively speaking.
2: This is worse than I dreamed.
3: We are not the worst off by far. There is still food in the pot.
2: But what sort of food?
3: Cabbage is cheap, nourishing, and good to
2: eat for those who like cabbage to me it is repulsive why didn't you say so because i loved you i wanted to sacrifice my own taste
3: then i must sacrifice my taste for cabbage to you for sacrifices must be mutual
2: what are we to eat then fish but you hate fish
3: and it is expensive
2: this is worse than i thought it
3: yes you see how hard it is And the child that was to become a link and a blessing, it becomes our ruin.
2: Dearest, I die in this air, in this room, with its backyard view, with its baby cries and endless hours of sleeplessness, with those people out there and their whinings and bickerings and incriminations. I shall die here.
3: My poor little flower that has no light and no air.
2: And you say that people exist who are still worse off.
3: I belong with the envied ones in this locality.
2: Everything else might be born if I could only have some beauty in my home.
3: I know you are thinking of flowers, and especially of heliotropes, but a plant costs half a dollar, which will buy us six quarts of milk or a peck of potatoes.
2: I could gladly get along without food if I could only have some flowers.
3: There is a kind of beauty that costs nothing. But the absence of it in the home is worse than any other torture to a man with a sense for the beautiful. What is it? If I tell you, you will get angry.
2: We have agreed not to get angry.
3: We have agreed. Everything can be overcome, Agnes, except the short, sharp accents. Do you know them? Not yet.
2: They will never be heard between us.
3: Not as far as it lies on me.
2: Tell me now. Well,
3: when I come into a room, I look first at all the curtains.
0: Goes over to the window and straightens out the curtains.
3: If they hang like ropes or rags, then I leave soon. And next I take a glance at the chairs... If they stand straight along the wall, then I stay.
0: Puts a chair back against the wall.
3: Finally, I look at the candles in their sticks. If they point this way and that, then the whole house is askew. Straightens
0: up a candle on the chest of drawers.
3: This is the kind of beauty, dear heart,
0: that costs nothing. The daughter with bent head
2: beware of the short accents axel
3: they were not short
2: yes they were
3: well i'll be what
2: kind of language is that
3: pardon me agnes but i have suffered as much from your lack of orderliness as you have suffered from dirt and i have not dared to set things straight myself for when i do so you get as angry as if i were reproaching you hadn't <sighs> we better quit now
2: It is very difficult to be married. It is more difficult than anything else. One has to be an angel, I think.
3: I think so, too.
2: I fear I shall begin to hate you after this.
3: Woe to us, then. But let us forestall hatred. I promise never again to speak of any untidiness, although it is torture to me.
2: And I shall eat cabbage, though it means agony to me
3: a life of common suffering then one's pleasure the other one's pain
2: men are to be pitied
3: you see that
2: yes but for heaven's sake let us avoid the rocks now when we know them so well
3: let us try are we not decent and intelligent persons able to forbear and forgive
2: why not smile at mere trifles
3: we only we can do so do you know i read this morning by the by where is the newspaper
2: which newspaper
3: do i keep more than one
2: smile now and don't speak sharply i used your paper to make the fire with
3: i'll be damned
2: why don't you smile i burned it because it ridiculed what is holy to me
3: which is unholy to me
0: Strikes one clenched fist against the open palm of the other hand.
3: I smile, I smile so that my wisdom teeth show. Of course, I am to be nice and I am to swallow my own opinions and say yes to everything and cringe and dissemble.
0: Tidies the curtains around the bed.
3: That's it! Now I'm going to fix things until you get angry again agnes this is simply impossible of course it is and yet we must endure not for the sake of our promises but for the sake of the child
2: you are right for the sake of the child oh oh we have to endure
3: and now i must go to my clients listen to them how they growl with impatience to tear each other to get each other fined and jailed (sighs) lost souls
2: poor poor people and this pasting she
0: drops her head forward in dumb despair
2: i paste i paste
0: the lawyer stands at the door twisting the doorknob nervously
2: how that knob squeaks it is as if you were twisting my heartstrings i twist i twist don't i twist no i the officer
0: in the office on the other side of the door takes hold of the knob
3: will you permit me
0: the lawyer lets go his hold
4: by all means
3: seeing that you have your degree
4: now all life belongs to me every road lies open i have mounted parnassus the laurel is one immortality fame all is mine and what are you going to live on live on
3: you must have a home clothes food
4: oh that will come if you can only find somebody to love you you don't say
3: so you don't paste christine paste until they cannot
1: breathe
0: goes out backward nodding
1: i paced i paced until they cannot breathe will
4: you come with me now
2: at once but where
4: to fairhaven there it is summer there the sun is shining there we find youth children and flowers singing and dancing feasting and frolicking.
0: then i will go there come The lawyer enters again.
3: Now I go back to my first hell. This was the second and greater. The sweeter the hell, the greater. And look here. Now she has been dropping her hairpins on the floor again. He picks up some hairpins. My, but
4: he has discovered the pins also. Also?
3: Look at this one you see two prongs but it is only one pin it is two yet only one if i bend it open it is a single piece if i bend it back there are two but they remain one for all that it means these two are one but if i break like this then they become two
0: breaks the pin and throws the pieces away
3: all
4: that he has seen but before breaking the prongs must diverge if they point together then it holds
3: and if they are parallel then they will never meet and it never breaks nor holds
4: the hairpin is the most perfect of all created things a straight line which equals two parallel ones. A lock that shuts when it is open. And thus shuts in a braid of hair that opens up when the lock shuts.
3: It's like this door. When I close it, then I open the way out. For you, Agnes.
0: Withdraws and closes the door behind him. Well, then? The stage changes. The bed with its curtains becomes a tent. The stove stays as it was. The background is raised. To the right, in the foreground, are seen hills stripped of their trees by fire, and red heather growing between the blackened tree stumps. Red painted pigsties and outhouses. Beyond these, in the open, apparatus for mechanical gymnastics, where sick persons are being treated on machines resembling instruments of torture. To the left in the foreground, the quarantine station, consisting of open sheds, with ovens, furnaces, and pipe coils. In the middle distance, a narrow strait. The background shows a beautiful wooded shore. Flags are flying on its piers, where ride white sailboats, some with sails set and some without. Little Italian villas, pavilions, arbors, marble statues, are glimpsed through the foliage along the shore. The master of quarantine, made up like a blackamoor, is walking along the shore. The officer meets him and they shake hands.
4: Why, Ordstrom, have you landed here? Yes,
5: here I am. Is this Fairhaven? No, that is on the other side. This is Foul Strand. <sighs> then we
4: have lost our way. We? Won't you introduce me? No, that wouldn't do. It is Indra's own daughter. Indra's? And I was thinking of Varuna
5: himself. Well, are you not surprised to find me black in the face?
4: I am past fifty, my boy, and at that age one has ceased to be surprised. I concluded at once that you were bound for some fancy ball this afternoon. Right you were and i hope both of you will come along why yes for i must say the place does not look very tempting what kind of people live here anyhow here you find the sick over there the healthy nothing but poor folk on this side i suppose no my boy it is here you find the rich
5: look at that one on the rack He has stuffed himself with pate de foie gras and truffles and burgundy until his feet have grown knotted. Knotted? Yes, he has a case of knotted feet. And that one who lies under the guillotine, he has swilled brandy so that his backbone has to be put through the mangle.
4: There is always something amiss. Moreover, "'Everybody
5: living on this side has some kind of canker to hide. Look at the fellow coming here, for instance.'
0: "'An old dandy is pushed on the stage in a wheelchair. He is accompanied by a gaunt and grisly coquette in the sixties, to whom the friend, a man of about forty, is paying court.'
4: "'It is the major, our schoolmate.' "'Don Juan. Can you see that
5: he is still enamoured of that old spectre beside him?' He does not notice that she has grown old or that she is ugly, faithless, cruel.
4: Why, that is love. And I couldn't have dreamt that a fickle fellow like him would prove capable of loving so deeply and so earnestly. That is a mighty decent way of looking at it. I have been in love with Victoria myself. In fact, I am still waiting for her in the passageway oh you are the fellow who is waiting in the passageway i am the man well have you got that door opened yet no the case is still in court the bill-poster is out with his dip-net of course so that the taking of evidence is always being put off and in the meantime the glazier has mended all the window-panes in the castle which has grown half a story higher This has been an uncommonly good year, warm and wet. But just the same you have had no heat
5: comparing with what I have here. How much do you have in your ovens? When we fumigate cholera suspects, we run it up to 140 degrees.
4: Is the cholera going again? Don't you know that? Of course I know it, but I forget so often what I know. I wish often that I could forget, especially
5: myself. That is why I go in for masquerades, and carnivals, and amateur theatricals. What have you been up to, then? If I told, they would say that I was boasting. And if I don't tell, then they call me a hypocrite. That is why you blackened your face? Exactly. Making myself a shade blacker than I am. (laughs) Who is coming there? Oh, a poet who is going to have
4: his mud-bath.
0: The poet enters with his eyes raised toward the sky and carrying a pail of mud in one hand.
4: Why, he ought to be having light-baths and air-baths. No,
5: he is roaming about the higher region so much that he gets homesick for the mud, and wallowing in the mire makes the skin callous like that of a pig then he cannot
4: feel the stings of the wasps this is a queer world full of contradictions
6: man was created by the god fatar out of clay on a potter's wheel or a lathe or any damned old thing out of clay does the sculptor create his more or less immortal masterpieces which mostly are pure rot out of clay they make those utensils which are so indispensable in the pantry and which generically are named pots and plates but what in thunder does it matter to me what they are called anyhow such is the clay when clay becomes fluid it is called mud c'est mon affaire lena lena enters with a pail in her hand lena show yourself to miss agnes she knew you ten years ago when you were a young and happy and let us say pretty girl behold how she looks now Five children, drudgery, baby cries, hunger, ill-treatment. See how beauty has perished and joy vanished in the fulfilment of duties, which should have brought that inner satisfaction, which makes each line in the face harmonious and fills the eye with a quiet glow. Master of Quarantine, covering the poet's mouth with his hand.
5: Shut up, shut up!
6: That is what they all say. AND IF YOU KEEP SILENT THEN THEY CRY, SPEAK, OH, RESTLESS HUMANITY.
0: THE DAUGHTER GOES TO Lena.
6: TELL ME YOUR TROUBLES.
0: NO, I DARE NOT, FOR THEN THEY WILL BE MADE WORSE. WHO COULD BE SO CRUEL? I DARE
5: NOT TELL, FOR IF I DO, I SHALL BE SPANKED.
6: THAT IS JUST WHAT WILL HAPPEN. BUT I WILL SPEAK, EVEN THOUGH THE BLACKAMOOR KNOCK OUT ALL MY TEETH. I will tell that justice is not always done. Agnes, daughter of the gods, do you hear music and dancing on the hill over there? Well, it is Lena's sister who has come home from the city where she went astray. You understand? Now they are killing the fatted calf, but Lena, who stayed at home, has to carry slop pails and feed the pigs.
2: There is rejoicing at home because the stray has left the paths of evil, and not merely because she has come back.
6: Bear that in mind. "'But then they should give a ball and banquet every night, "'for the spotless worker that never strayed into paths of error. "'Yet they do nothing of the kind. "'But when Lina has a free moment, "'she is sent to prayer-meetings, "'where she has to hear reproaches for not being perfect. "'Is this justice?' "'Your question is so difficult
2: to answer, "'because there are so many unforeseen cases.'
6: "'That much the Caliph, Harun the Just, came to understand. "'He was sitting on his throne, and from its height he could never make out what happened below at last complaints penetrated to his exalted ears and then one fine day he disguised himself and descended unobserved among the crowds to find out what kind of justice they were getting
2: i hope you don't take me for Harun the just
4: let us talk of something else here come visitors
2: a
0: white boat shaped like a viking ship with a dragon for figurehead, with a pale blue silken sail on a gilded yard, and with a rose-red standard flying from the top of a gilded mast, glides through the strait from the left. He and she are seated in the stern with their arms around each other.
4: Behold perfect happiness, bliss without limits, young love's rejoicing.
0: The stage grows brighter he stands up in the boat and sings
3: hail beautiful haven where the springs of my youth were spent where my first sweet dreams were dreamt to thee i return but lonely no longer ye hills and groves thou sky o'erhead thou mirroring sea give greetings to her my love my bride my light and my life The
0: flags at the landings of Fairhaven are dipped in salute. White handkerchiefs are waved from verandas and boats, and the air is filled with tender chords
6: from harps and violins. See the light that surrounds them. Hear how the air is ringing with music. Eros!
4: It is Victoria. Well, what of it? It is his Victoria. My own is still mine, and nobody can see her now you hoist the quarantine flag and i shall pull in the net
0: the master of quarantine waves a yellow flag the officer pulling a rope that turns the boat toward foul strand
4: hold on there
0: he and she become aware of the hideous view and give vent to their horror
5: yes it comes hard but here every one must stop who hails from plague-stricken places
6: the idea of speaking in such a manner, of acting in such a way, within the presence of two human beings united in love. Touch them not, lay not hands on love, it is treason. Woe to us, everything beautiful must now be dragged down, dragged into the mud. He
0: and she step ashore, looking sad and shame-faced. Woe
6: to us, what have we done?
5: it is not necessary to have done anything in order to encounter life's little pricks
2: so short-lived our joy and happiness how long must we
3: stay here
5: forty days and nights
3: then rather into the water to live here among blackened hills and
6: pig styes? love overcomes all even sulphur fumes and carbolic acid
0: master of quarantine starts a fire in the stove blue sulphurous flames break forth
5: now i set the sulphur going will you please step in
2: oh my blue dress will fade
5: and become white so your roses will also turn white in time even your cheeks in forty days
0: she to the officer that will please you
4: no it will not of course your happiness was the cause of my suffering but it doesn't matter for i am graduated and have obtained a position over there heigh ho and alas and in the fall i shall be teaching school teaching boys the same lessons i myself learned during my childhood and youth the same lessons throughout my manhood and. Finally in my old age the self same lessons What does twice two make how many times can four be evenly divided by two? Until I get a pension and can do nothing at all Just wait around for meals and the newspapers Until at last I am carted to the crematorium and burned to ashes have you nobody here who is entitled to a pension barring twice two makes four it is probably the worst thing of all to begin school all over again when one already is graduated to ask the same questions until death comes
0: an elderly man goes by with his hands folded behind his back
4: There is a pensioner now, waiting for himself to die. I think he must be a captain who missed the rank of major, or an assistant judge who was not made a chief justice. Many are called, but few are chosen. He is waiting for his breakfast now.
7: No, for the newspaper, the morning paper.
4: And he is only fifty-four years old. He may spend twenty-five more years waiting for meals and newspapers. Is it not dreadful?
0: What is not dreadful? Tell me, tell me.
4: Tell that who can. Now I shall have to teach boys that twice two makes four. And how many times four can be evenly divided by two?
0: He clutches his head in despair.
4: And victoria whom i loved and therefore wished all the happiness life can give now she has her happiness the greatest one known to her and for this reason i suffer 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 do you think i can be
2: happy when i see you suffering how can you think it perhaps it will soothe your pains that i am to be imprisoned here for forty days and nights tell me does it soothe your pains
4: yes and no how can i enjoy seeing you suffer oh and do you think my happiness can be founded on your torments we are to be pitied all of us
0: all raise their arms toward the sky and utter a cry of anguish that sounds like a dissonant chord
3: Oh!
2: Everlasting one hear them. Life is evil. Men are to be pitied.
7: Oh. Oh. oh! For
0: a moment the stage is completely darkened, and during that moment everybody withdraws or takes up a new position. When the light is turned on again, Falstrand is seen in the background lying in deep shadow. The strait is in the middle distance, and Fairhaven in the foreground, both steeped in light. To the right, a corner of the casino where dancing couples are visible through the open windows. Three servant maids are standing outside on top of an empty box with arms around each other, staring at the dancers within. On the veranda of the casino stands a bench where plain Edith is sitting. She is bareheaded with an abundance of tousled hair and looks sad. In front of her is an open piano. To the left, a frame house painted yellow. Two children in light dresses are playing ball outside. In the center of the middle distance, a pier with white sailboats tied to it and flagpoles with hoisted flags. In the strait is anchored a naval vessel, brig rigged with gun ports. But the entire landscape is in winter dress, with snow on the ground and on the bare trees. The daughter and the officer enter.
2: Here is peace, and happiness, and leisure. No more toil every day a holiday everybody dressed up in their best dancing and music in the early morning to the maids why don't you go in and have a dance girls
4: we they are servants don't you see
2: of course but why is edith sitting there instead of dancing
0: edith buries her face in her hands
4: don't question her she has been sitting there three hours without being asked for a dance
0: Goes into the yellow house on the left.
2: What a cruel form of amusement.
0: The mother in a low-necked dress enters from the casino and goes up to Edith. Why don't you go
1: in as I told you? Because I cannot throw myself at them. That I am ugly I know, and I know that nobody wants to dance with me, but I might be spared from being reminded of it.
0: Begins to play on the piano the toccata confuga opus ten by sebastian bach the waltz music from within is heard faintly at first then it grows in strength as if to compete with the bach toccata edith prevails over it and brings it to silence dancers appear in the doorway to hear her play everybody on the stage stands still and listens reverently A naval officer takes Alice, one of the dancers, around the waist and drags her to the pier. Come quick. Edith breaks off abruptly, rises and stares at the couple with an expression of utter despair, stands as if turned to stone. Now the front wall of the yellow house disappears, revealing three benches full of schoolboys. Among these the officer is seen, looking worried and depressed in front of the boys stands the teacher bespectacled and holding a piece of chalk in one hand a rattan cane in the other the teacher to the officer
7: well my boy can you tell me what twice two makes
0: the officer remains seated while he racks his mind without finding an answer you must rise when i ask you a question the officer harassed rises
4: two uh, twice let me see that makes two two
7: i see you have not studied your lesson
4: yes i have but i know the answer but i cannot tell it you want to wriggle out of it of course you know it
7: but you cannot tell perhaps i may help you pulls his hair
4: oh it is dreadful it is dreadful
7: yes it is dreadful that such a big boy lacks all ambition
4: big boy yes i am big bigger than all these others i am full grown i am done with school as if waking up i have graduated why am i then sitting here have i not received my doctor's degree
7: certainly but you are to sit here and mature you know you have to mature isn't that so the officer feels his forehead
4: yes that is right One must mature. Twice two makes two, and this I can demonstrate by analogy, which is the highest form of all reasoning. Listen. Once one makes one, consequently twice two must make two. For what applies to one case must also apply in another. Your
7: conclusion is based on good logic, but your answer is wrong.
4: What is logical cannot be wrong. Let us test it. One divided by one gives one, so that two divided by two must give two.
7: Correct, according to analogy. But how much does once three make?
4: Three, of course.
7: Consequently, twice three must also make three.
4: No, that cannot be right. It cannot, or else.
0: Sits down dejectedly. No,
4: I am not mature yet.
7: No, it indeed you are far from mature
4: but how long am i to sit here then
7: here how long do you believe that time and space exist suppose that time does exist then you should be able to say what time is what is
4: time time Hmm. i cannot tell but i know what it is Consequently, I may also know what twice two is without being able to tell it, and teacher, can you tell what time is?
7: Of course, I can tell us then time let me see stands immovable with one finger on his nose while well, we are talking, time flies, consequently, time is something that flies while we talk. A boy rising. Now you are talking, teacher, and while you are talking, I fly, consequently, I am time runs out that accords completely with the laws of logic.
4: then the laws of logic are silly for Niels, who ran away, cannot be time
7: that is also good logic, although it is silly.
4: then logic itself is silly,
7: so it seems but if logic is silly then all the world is silly and then the devil himself wouldn't stay here to teach you more silliness if anybody treats me to a drink we'll go and take a bath
4: that is a posteris prius or the world turned upside down for it is customary to bathe first and have the drink afterward old fogey beware of a swelled head doctor call me captain if you please i am an officer and i cannot understand why i should be sitting here to get scolded like a schoolboy
0: the teacher with raised index finger we were to mature master of quarantine enters
5: the quarantine
4: begins oh there you are just think of it this fellow makes me sit among the boys although i am graduated well why don't you go away heaven knows go away why that is no easy thing to do i guess not
0: just try the officer to master of quarantine
4: save me save me from his eye come on come
5: and help us dance we have to dance before the plague breaks out we must is the brig leaving yes first of all the brig must leave
4: then there will be a lot of tears shed of course always tears when she comes and when she goes let us get out of here
0: they go out the teacher continues his lesson in silence the maids that were staring through the window of the dance hall walk sadly down to the pier edith who has been standing like a statue at the piano follows them the daughter to the officer
2: is there not one happy person to be found in this paradise
4: yes there is a newly married couple just watch them
0: the newly married couple enter husband to his wife
5: my joy has no limits and i could now wish to die why die because at the heart of happiness grows the seed of disaster happiness devours itself like a flame it cannot burn for but must go out some time and this presentiment of the coming end destroys joy in the very hour of its culmination
7: let us then die together this moment
5: die oh right for i fear happiness that cheat
7: they go
2: toward the water life is evil men are to be pitied
4: look at this fellow he is the most envied mortal in the neighborhood
0: the blind man is led in
4: he is the owner Of these hundred or more italian villas he owns all these bays straits shores forests together with the fishes in the water the birds in the air the game in the woods these thousand or more people are his tenants the sun rises upon his sea and sets upon his land
2: well is he complaining also
4: yes and with right for he cannot see he is blind
2: the most envied of all
4: now he has come to see the brig depart with his son on board
1: i cannot see but i can hear i hear the anchor bill claw the clay bottom as when the hook is torn out of a fish and brings up the heart with it through the neck my son my only child is going to journey across the wide sea to foreign lands and i can follow him only in my thought Now I hear the clanking of the chain, and there is something that snaps and cracks like clothes drawing on a line, wet handkerchiefs, perhaps, and I hear it blubber and snivel as when people are weeping, maybe the splashing of the wavelets among the seines, or maybe girls along the shore, deserted and disconsolate. Once I asked a child why the ocean is salt, and the child, which had a father on a long trip across the high seas, said immediately, the ocean is salt because the sailors shed so many tears into it. "'And why do the sailors cry so much, then?' "'Because they are always going away,' replied the child. "'And that is why they are always drying their handkerchiefs in the rigging. "'And why does man weep when he is sad?' I asked at last. "'Because the glass in the eyes must be washed now and then, "'so that we can see clearly,' said the child.
0: "'The brig has set sail and is gliding off.' the girls along the shore are alternately waving their handkerchiefs and wiping off their tears with them then a signal is set on the foremast a red ball in a white field meaning yes in response to it alice waves her handkerchief triumphantly the daughter to the officer
2: what is the meaning of that flag
4: it means yes it is the lieutenant's troth red as the red blood of the arteries set against the blue cloth of the sky
2: and how does no look
4: it is blue as the spoiled blood in the veins but look how jubilant alice is
1: and how edith cries meet and part part and meet that is life i met his mother and then she went away from me he was left to me and now he goes but he will come back Who is speaking to me? I have heard that voice before, in my dreams, in my youth, when vacation began, in the early years of my marriage, when my child was born. Every time life smiled at me, I heard that voice, like a whisper of the south wind, like a chord of harps from above, like what I feel the angel's greeting must be in the holy night.
0: The lawyer enters and goes up to whisper something into the blind man's ear.
1: Is that so?
3: That's the truth. Goes to the daughter. Now you have seen most of it, but you have not tried the worst of it.
2: What can that be?
3: Repetition, recurrence, to retrace one's own tracks, to be sent back to the task once finished. Come. Where? To your duties.
2: What does that mean?
3: Everything you dread, everything you do not want but must. It means to forego, to give up. To do without to lack it means everything that is unpleasant repulsive painful
2: are there no pleasant duties
3: they become pleasant when they are done
2: when they have ceased to exist duty is then something unpleasant what is pleasant then
3: what is pleasant is sin sin yes something that has to be punished If I have had a pleasant day or night, then I suffer infernal pangs and a bad conscience the next day.
2: How strange.
3: I wake up in the morning with a headache, and then the repetitions begin, but so that everything becomes perverted. What the night before was pretty, agreeable, witty, is presented to my memory in the morning as ugly, distasteful stupid pleasure seems to decay and all joy goes to pieces what men call success serves always as a basis for their next failure my own successes have brought ruin upon me for men view the fortune of others with an instinctive dread They regarded unjust that fate should favor any one man and so they try to restore balance by piling rocks on the road to have talent is to be in danger of one's life for then one may easily starve to death however you will have to return to your duties or i shall bring suit against you and we shall pass through every court up to the highest One, two, three.
2: Return to the iron stove and the cabbage pot and the baby clothes.
3: Exactly.
2: We have a big wash
3: today, for we must wash all the handkerchiefs.
2: Oh, must I do it all over again?
3: All life is nothing but doing things over again. Look at the teacher there he received his doctor's degree yesterday was laurelled and saluted climbed parnassus and was embraced by the monarch and today he starts school all over again asks how much twice two makes and will continue to do so until his death however you must come back to your house
2: i shall rather die
3: die that is not allowed first of all it is a disgrace so much so that even the dead body is subjected to insults and secondly one goes to hell it is a mortal sin
2: it is not easy to be human here i shall not go back with you to humiliation and dirt i am longing for the heights whence i came But first the door must be opened, so that I may learn the secret. It is my will that the door be opened.
3: Then you must retrace your steps. Cover the road you have already travelled. Suffer all the annoyances, repetitions, tautologies, recopyings, that a suit will bring with it.
2: May it come, then. But first I must go into the solitude and the wilderness to recover my own self. We shall meet again. To the poet, follow me. Cries of
0: anguish are heard from a distance.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa,
4: whoa, 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 whoa.
2: What is that?
3: The lost souls of Foul Strand.
2: Why do they wail more loudly than usual today?
3: Because the sun is shining here, because we have music, dancing, youth. And it makes them feel their sufferings more keenly
2: we must set them free
3: try it once a liberator appeared and he was nailed to a cross by whom by all the right-minded
2: who are they are you not
3: acquainted with all the right-minded then you must learn to know them
2: were they the ones that prevented your graduation yes Then I know them.
3: Curtain
0: End of Act Two